It's Britney Witch. I just took a DNA test. Turns out I'm a hundred percent that witch. <laughs> you actually just sounded like a witch, kind of laughing. <laughs> you what little witch. witch. <laughs> you witch. You witch. <laughs> She is such a witch. Did you hear what that witch just said to me over there? I want to get that witch. <laughs> Eric, you're being kind of a witch right now. <laughs> well, thank you, Jeff, for that marvelous introduction. Oh, you are very welcome. And everyone, welcome to Obsessed. Obsessed. Uh, that right there is Ariana. And that's Jeff. Um, and this week, I don't know if you could tell by that beautiful introduction, but we are talking about witches. witches because we're obsessed with witches. We are, yeah. Um, and if you aren't, we don't know you. Yeah, <laughs> you're probably a witch, <laughs> to be honest. So the weirdest thing happened, so we were set, obviously, to record our witch episode, and my co-star app, which is all about um, astrology, it's an amazing app, um, CoStar sent me a notification earlier today, and all it said was cast a spell for the day. I know. That, and it, I was yep. like, what? Those, those three magic words right there. What? Yeah. Ari texted me, and I was like, okay, we are destined to record this episode. We tonight. have to. Nothing is standing in our way. And I'm going to cast a spell. I'm just going to do it. Yeah. Yep. Whatever. It is what it is. Um, and also, speaking of witches, before we start our actual episode here, um, Jeff, do you remember? Oh, God. <laughs> two years ago, after Oktoberfest, was oh. it two or three years ago? Two years ago. Two years ago. The one in Jersey, that one? Yes, yeah, we went yeah. to an Oktoberfest in Jersey, and um, obviously we were drinking at Oktoberfest. Oh, my God. I, I know what you're going to say. And <laughs> afterwards, we um, drunkenly stumbled across a Chinese food buffet of course, because Jeff is obsessed with Asian cuisine, mm-hmm. especially buffets. Fact. And we're at a Chinese food bu- buffet, and I would not stop screaming like a witch. Yeah. Inside <laughs> the entire time, and everyone working there, like, genuinely thought you guys were taking me out for the night <laughs> from the mental institution. They, they like, literally, was, they thought we were taking care of you. And <laughs> they kept coming over, they're like, is she okay? We're like, yeah, no, just, just let, let her let it out, you know? She just, she's going through something. <laughs> And I remember sitting there just being like, guys, do I sound like a witch? Yeah, yeah. And just making the most horrendous <laughs> noise you could ever imagine. But for some reason, it didn't sound out of place at all. But now, like, thinking back to someone just screaming like a wicked witch in a Chinese buffet, it's like, they could not be more opposite, you know? Oh, my God. Oh, man. Um, but, yeah, I do <laughs> do a very, very good witch scream. You but do. I'm not going to do it because we will lose every five Follower we've gained we will from the blow first out your eardrums. Actually, we will have them. to go to the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not going to do it. But let's talk about why people love witches so much. Because it's a thing. Oh, it is. Totally We're not the only people that love that. No, we, we can't be. We, we just can't. No, we can't be. <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave right now. We can't be. I know. Um, um, okay, this is going to sound crazy at first. But I feel like people like witches because in in a way, they're we kind of idolize them. Um 
they, they for me at mm-hmm. least, um, they, they tend to possess a lot of qualities that I admire. A lot of them are super confident. Um, they're a bit edgy. And and if you think back to any witch that you've like seen in like a, a, a kids movie or a movie that you know you have like a favorite witch character in it, a lot of them are considered outcasts mm-hmm. or um, that you know they're breaking the norm and they, they just feel different and special. And I, and I think you know um, for in, in the gay community especially, I feel like witches have a huge gay following, but not necessarily just in the gay community. I think anyone that has ever felt out of place or um, ostracized or, or ostracized in any way or just felt like there was something different about them, I think witches can um, be seen as kind of like a role model for them. Yeah. Um, I think the more confident a witch becomes, that's when they become more powerful. And I think we all want to possess that, that confidence. And I feel like what's so relatable about witches is that they go through this entire journey, right? They transform into the sassy witch that they are. But it started from them being vulnerable and scared and outcasts and and then finally accepting their ability and using it and then realizing that, you know what, now I'm going to take this thing that makes me different and it's going to make me cool and powerful and I'm going to use it. Yes, and and you're using that difference to make you stronger and just embrace it. Yeah, exactly. And I I think, yeah, and anyone that has ever felt different, and once you embrace those differences, that's when you that's when you find your true self. Right. When you, when you start to accept, right. Yeah. You start to accept like who you really are and you just then, instead of hiding behind it, you use it as like the one thing that separates you from everyone else. Right. And you're like, look at me. I'm going to turn you into a mushroom. <laughs> right. <laughs> Please don't turn me into You've only had the skill, ability, and oh power to turn you into a goddamn into mushroom. A mushroom. Into a fungus. Um, I would yeah, do I mean, it in a second. Obviously, like, magical powers may or may not be attainable, but... Um, the power to to develop that confidence and just and just um, embrace your true self. Those are attainable, and those are the the qualities that we can pull from these movies and from folklore and from everything. And and that's what we can um, strive to to become. One hundred percent. That witch. That witch. <laughs> um, also, I'm just gonna like give a shout out to um. I, I think her last name is Cromwell, but like Aggie, the grandma from Halloween Town. Oh, I love her so much. Me too. R.I.P. Anyway, so there's something that she taught us, though, from the first Halloween Town movie, is that being normal is vastly overrated. Oh, I love and it. And I've seen that, like, printed over, like, T-shirts or, like, baseball caps yes. or whatever. You Little, know, like, tchotchkes. Because that's something that, like, everyone can can take and use that as a tool to, like, drive them to just, like, be their best self. Even if they don't so feel, true. like, normal. It's you so know? true. I feel like if I rolled up to Halloween Town, like, tomorrow, <laughs> I would stick out, like, a sore thumb. And that would be amazing. Like, I would have so many dates and so many people <laughs> buying me drinks. Either that or people would just be terrified. Because, terrified. like, to them, you would look like the most hideous thing they've ever seen. Cool. So, not <laughs> any different than my current life. <laughs> I'll just stay Shut here. Up. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so... Um, I remember uh, when I saw the first Harry Potter movie. Um, when I left the theater, I I like wanted to be a wizard. I, I think you know we all kind of of course want that. <laughs> of course, I left that movie and I wanted the invisibility cloak so friggin' bad, <laughs> just to be like 
a nosy witch right. and like <laughs> listen to people and be like, what are they saying about me? And that then use it against cool. them. I honestly, I don't think I'd fit underneath that. So like my legs yeah, definitely. I feel like it accommodates like any body shape. That's size. true. Yeah. They never really like specified like the, the it's not like a size small the dimensions of that. Yeah. <laughs> it like, only comes in extra small. Sorry. I know. <laughs> <laughs> So, speaking of Harry Potter, um, I want to talk about my favorite witch of all time, Hermione Granger. I love her so much. I do, too. She is unbelievable. She was such an inspiration growing up. I feel like she was so relatable. Even, well, I'm actually, I'm reading the Harry Potter series right now. Oh, yeah, you are. And I know that that's, like, targeted, well, like, a lot of people our age have, have already read that back, you know, like, 10 Maybe even like twenty years ago, whatever. Yeah. Um, but I can still find myself relating to her and her. Yeah, ideals. I feel like like she was little when she started out. She, you know, she was like such a bookworm. She just had Ron and Harry. She had Muggle parents. Right. She had big frizzy hair. <laughs> um, and I feel like as a kid, you just kind of relate to that. Well, yeah, because I, I mean that kind of ex- um, exemplifies the reasons why we idolize these witches. And yeah. I know she's like a wizard, which is essentially a witch. Yeah, and one of my favorite things about her is that both she and Harry had Muggle parents, and then obviously I had the ability to be a wizard. Right. Um, but. Harry was the chosen one and was, like, knew... He was, like, a chosen leader. Yeah, exactly. And everyone around him knew what path he was going to lead before he knew it. So even when he didn't realize that he was getting help from other people, he was getting direction, he was getting protection, and... Direction, protection. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. It's the start of our spell. I know. Um, And Hermione um, was in a similar situation, but not the chosen one, and then had to create her own path, and... She just did an incredible job and became one of the most, like, powerful wizards with literally no help and sacrificing almost everything to help Harry for the greater good. She did it all on her own, too. And I mean, if that doesn't scream powerful woman. Exactly. She's like the OG feminist. Like, she worked her ass off. She always stood up to Ron and every other guy around her and was like, excuse me, like, you don't know who you're messing with. A real witch is speaking. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Sit your ass down, Ron. Um, And just was always an advocate for, for... you know, doing good. And yeah, doing, doing, doing good right and doing thing. what was yeah. right. I know. Well, the, the fact that she, like, was such a good student, like, she knew the ins and outs of, like, all, like, the spells that they were learning. So, whereas, like, Ron and Harry would be skipping class and everything. Right. She was there working her butt off. I know. So, when, when Harry needed help, then that's when, like, Hermione could step in and, and do her Exactly. Thing. I mean, she literally taught Ron that it was mimosa, not mimosa. <laughs> Right? I mean, that is one of the most important lessons that anyone could ever learn. So. I mean, that's what she said, right? That was the spell? I think, yeah, I mean, I, I, that was like the brunch spell. Mm-hmm. She invented brunch. Yeah. Yeah, duh, duh. <laughs> 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 um, and the last bit about why I love Hermione so much is um, because she ends up with Ron, and Ron was one of my first crushes ever, Ooh. ever. Um, you know, I have a thing for the English and Red also heads. redheads <laughs> and just really painfully white. 
Um, and like Ron, SPF one thousand translucent. Translucent. So Casper. Okay. Good. Yeah, Casper. <laughs> um, no, but Ron, weirdly enough, is um, has the same Myers Briggs personality type as me, ENFP. So anyway, <laughs> weird full circle moment. Um, I like myself and Hermione. That's really fun. And yes, so I think I think she's just amazing. Well, fun fact: Dumbledore has the same uh, Myers Briggs um, as you. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, ENFJ. <gasps> oh, two great characters. I know. But I did not have a crush on Dumbledore. <laughs> you didn't? No, why did you? I mean... So is it wrong? Right I thought everyone did. I mean, as like as like a parental figure, maybe. Or like a, like I'm kidding. A grand Jeff, I did not have a crush oh, on Dumbledore. <laughs> like I'm trying to be agreeable. I know, you're but like, I'm also Sorry, like, that's okay. Are you're you not sure? a complete weirdo. <laughs> no, I didn't at all. I had other weird adult male crushes, but we're not gonna get into we'll that, get into right that now. Another, another time. Yeah. <laughs> Let's hear your favorite witch. I'm okay. dying to know. Well, I would say I favorite witches, and they are the mm. Sanderson sisters uh, from Hocus uh, Pocus. I know. Um, and I don't necessarily think that they possess any like traits that I particularly idolize in but any way. But they're a fun bunch. But they are just like dopey like mm-hmm. witches from the 17th century like trying to navigate their way through like the uh, 20th century at the yeah. time of the movie. Yeah, I guess they'd be relatable too because it'd be like if we were witches and we just rolled up in this new century and we're like, That's wait, true. what's Actually, going on? No, even if we weren't witches, if we entered any any time we period that was like 300 that. years, <laughs> like, you know, in the future or in the past, like, we would be fish out of water. Oh my god, wait, one of my favorite scenes in that movie is when Sarah Jessica Parker is stepping on the road, the road for oh. the first time. And they thought, oh. it was, they thought it was a river. Thank <laughs> god, that is too funny. I but know. also, I'd just like to take a moment to appreciate how gorgeous SJP looked oh, in that movie. I know. She was stunning. She, yeah, that, um, she, she was beautiful. I mean, she was, like, the sexy one. Yeah, and then, she like, was. Winnie was, like, the mastermind who, like, really wasn't that bright. And then Mary was, like, literally the least intelligent person ever, probably. <laughs> along with Sarah. <laughs> but so funny. Also, if no one has ever seen that movie, you need to, like, turn this podcast off right now. Or right actually, now. wait till wait till it's over. And then go and watch it. <laughs> Seriously, because that's a problem. Yeah. Wait, hold on. You are actually gonna die, Ari, because I... I just um, recently discovered this incredible fact, and it is going to blow your mind. Oh, my God. Stop. I'm excited. Okay. So, Sarah Jessica Parker, Mm -hmm. right? We just talked about her. So, she was on this show back in 2010 called Who Do You Think You Are? Have you heard of that show? No. Neither have I. Anyway, so, um, I think it was a British show, but that doesn't matter. Um, (laughs) But, so, pretty much, like, the show entails, like, celebrities and... um, well-known like public figures going on the show and it kind of researches their ancestry so Sarah Jessica Parker's 10th great-grandmother her name was Esther Elwell she was one of the last people to be formally accused of witchcraft during the Salem witch trials stop I have chills wait you're kidding I have goosebumps right now (laughs) as I'm reading and I already knew that um so yeah, so she was one of the last people on trial for witchcraft. Oh my god! Um, because someone saw Esther's um, specter or like her spirit strangling a neighbor, which is obviously evidence that she's a witch. Oh, clear, clear as day. Um, so yeah, the, so the woman that someone saw her strangle ended up getting very ill and died of like an unexplained illness. So then um, Esther was arrested, um, but she ended up. So it was like right towards the tail end of the witch trial. So 
she ended up evading like all the the, the trial like pro- processes or whatever. Oh, thank God. Um, so she ended up living. She lived until she was like eighty something years old. But um, but how wow. crazy is that? And so Sarah Jessica Parker had no idea that she was um, in her bloodline a descendant was, of a witch. Yeah, isn't that nuts? Oh um, my God. Yeah, and like. In, uh, in, uh, Wait, in what if she wasn't acting? With Sarah, Sarah Jessica Parker? Yeah, what if she was just in the movie? Oh my, and she was like, we have like, to wow, my like, true self right now. Wow, like, she's such a good actress. Like, yeah. how is she so good at all these Oh spells? my god, how is she, like, doing so well fake flying around? Because she's really a witch. She probably is. <gasps> oh my but, god. Yeah, guys, go, if, if you're really interested, go look up um, Esther Elwell. Like, her story is pretty That is crazy. Yeah. yeah. And uh, another thing about the movie is that, one, it's a children's movie. I remember watching this, because it came out in 93, so we watched you remember watching when you were one year old no maybe okay maybe like whatever 1995 96 um but watching it as an adult and just seeing how dark and morbid and also kind of like sexual the the, yeah. the subject uh, matter is, it, it just it blows my mind that it made its way onto the Disney Channel. You know, right? Because like how many kids watched that movie and were like, "Mom, what's a virgin?" I know, right? Are you yeah. a virgin? Seriously, like I don't <laughs> know. I can't imagine like a Disney movie coming out now in theaters and being a virgin is like. The, the the crux of like of the storyline pretty right. much you know right um, because like in in the movie for those that haven't seen it like the witches after they are hanged they cast a spell and only a virgin can like bring them back from the dead um, so at the whole movie you know people are kind of poking fun of this one character about how he's like a virgin and everything and like as a kid I don't even think I even knew what that well I didn't know what it meant right like leave him alone he was like 16 relax (laughs) yeah exactly Um, he wasn't like 35 like the 40 year old virgin yeah literally (laughs) calm down people Um, but yeah like that went right over my head as a kid and it wasn't until like maybe like 10 years ago where I was like holy crap they were like talking about this stuff and like kids are watching this you know yeah um and and then they also talk about like some of um the witch's spells like she discusses is like giving someone like what is it cholera I could be wrong, like, but I'm, I'm a sure professional. Right. I know exactly what that is. Um, but yeah, so cholera, which for those that don't know, it's um, it's actually a fatal like bacteria, and it infects your small intestines. And it's actually you could actually um, contract that through like drinking water, eating food that was contaminated with feces. Ugh. So like again, that is something that a kid should not. No, as an adult, we shouldn't know that either. <laughs> because no you one never to know that. I know, but you know, just like the fact that they're throwing around these terms too. I know, um, and uh, it just makes you wonder, like, how Ugh. many other kids' movies. Have right, also, I like, love back elements. in the day, like kids' movies when they're like purely made for adults. Right, yeah. I mean, that it makes it just it, it gives you that timeless like watchability, so that we yeah, can just keep watching true. and learning all these it's new true. things, even as adults. Oh, and then just also the best scene in like any movie ever. Wait, is in Hocus Pocus. In Hocus Pocus. Wait, hold on. Can I guess? Mm-hmm. Wait, the be- is it the the whole dance yes. scene? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. At, the, at the the party, the town hall party. Yes. Oh my with god, the family, with the song. She like sings the song. Yeah. yeah. That Midler, like, coming through. Yep. Killing it. Yep. Oh, my gosh. I freaking love it. I know. And that's where the whole, like, gay icon thing comes into play, too. Because, like, she is, like, in full drag, pretty much. Yep. OG bio queen. Yeah, she really is. And she just rolls up to this party she was not invited to. She was uninvited. And is like, um, get me the mic. Yep. (laughs) 
Exactly. <laughs> yep. She was uninvited, but people stayed because of her. Yeah, also, she mesmerized. Put a spell on them. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, we did a Hocus Pocus tour in Salem a few years ago. That we did. We did it like twice. <laughs> yeah, we did it twice. Well, that's what originally brought us to Salem and also our love for Halloween. Right. Um, but yeah, we did our own Hocus Pocus tour. We went to all the sites. It was so fun. Yep. And then we kind of made it a tradition every year to do something like spooky and go away for Halloween. And it was amazing. We went to Salem twice, um, but I mean, kind of after going to Salem twice, there's really not much else to do or see, Right, but it's great. Even though I'm going one more time this season, Mm, but it's okay. You're going again, but that's okay. Now you know all the best spots. Yes, true, but also because Salem has such like a a dark history too, and and I I feel like I'm always just learning about it. um, I know. We've learned so much about the witch trials. Yeah, because like Hocus Pocus is based on the Salem witch trials, um, because that's where like the Sanderson sisters, like they were hanged during the trials, and while the movie was like pure fiction. It was actually based on a lot of true events that happened. Uh, it, it was a more comical taste uh, take on what happened, but um, the real history is actually very dark. <laughs> and so, yeah, like the, the witch trials, it was over the course of a, a year from June of 1692 to May of 1693. Mm. Um, and, and it actually, it so there was like a European like witch Craze. Oh, yeah, for sure, which happened before the Salem Witch yes, Trials. Yeah, this took place, like, right after that. Right, and in Europe, specifically Germany, um, there was such a craze between you know, fifteen early 1500s to early 1600s, and they executed over 600 people, and it was not just women. That was just in Germany, too. That was just in Germany. And it was not just women. It was men. It was children. They were burned at the stake. Yeah. They kind of went nuts with it and and just killed so many people. You said steak, and my stomach just started growling. (laughs) (laughs) You haven't had dinner yet. I know. I know. I'll eat after this. Um, I love how burning bodies is making you really hungry. Oh, my God. I can go for a full course meal right now. (laughs) But, um, But, yeah, I mean, I know you said, like, around, like, 600 people were, like, hanged or killed in Germany, but in... Yeah, and it was, like, everyone from, like, high-profile people, from, like, judges, priests, um, all kinds of just even just regular people um, that were executed. So but, they didn't discriminate in Germany. Oh, no. They, they don't discriminate when they're murdering <laughs> No, of course people. not. But, like, throughout Europe, I read that there were tens of thousands of people that were accused and and murdered in some capacity. Oh, my God. Um, which genocide. I know. Isn't that insane? So... It actually, I, I think in Germany started like the 1500s, but like all throughout Europe, it was like from 1300 to like 1600. So there was like oh 300 years of witch like accusations. But the one in, in Salem, that actually kind of hits close to home because it geographically is close it's to home. It's literally close to home. <laughs> um, and we've been multiple times. But something interesting that I learned actually that it, there were there were two Salems in Massachusetts. One of them was Salem Town. One of them was Salem Village. Salem Town is what is like currently modern day Salem and that was right on the water. Um, and then Salem Village was like more inland and um, so I thought that was kind of an interesting fact. And like yeah. Salem Town that was definitely more like prosperous because uh, right on the water um, there's a lot of trade and like businesses and like Salem Village that's where a lot of like the um, the more like impoverished people lived, but the witch trials actually began in in the uh, U.S. because there was a reverend. His name was like Reverend Paris. Mm-hmm. Um, so his daughter started having these like weird fits. So she would like start contorting her body. She was like vomiting and like 
hallucinating and speaking in tongues. So naturally, they... So basically the exorcist. The, the exorcist. Like, imagine, yeah, Linda Blair from the exorcist. Oh, my like, God. I don't want to. I'm not going to sleep tonight. So that's kind of what her, um, his daughter was experiencing. So naturally, like, they blended a witchcraft because, like, they, they took, you know, they, they knew what was happening in Europe. Um, and a lot of them were, um, like, migrated from Europe. So yeah, they, yeah, they yeah. knew about, like, the witch trials and everything. So they blended a witchcraft. They ended up... Um, they they accuse these three women of um, of casting a spell on his daughter. So three of them, oh sorry, two of them um, pled not guilty. But then one of them, her name was Tatuba. Yes. <laughs> I'm probably butchering that name, so sorry, Tatuba, if you're listening. <laughs> we love you. We love you. Please don't put a spell on us. <laughs> anyway, so she pled guilty, and she said, quote unquote, and I read this in an article, that the devil came to me and bid me serve him. So she pretty much said that the devil came to her and like, and she's now serving him. And I guess he told her to put a spell on the reverend's daughter. I don't know. Maybe she was such a witch to her. I she probably she was probably was. She's she a little brat. Yeah, um, not that she deserved it. But so anyway, because she confessed, all three of the accused women were all arrested. So then that kind of sparked this um, this like uh, paranoia. It was like a widespread paranoia, and. And coincidentally, at the same time, all these other people started experiencing the same symptoms that um, the Reverend's daughter was experiencing. So that, that's when they started accusing more and more people because they're like, oh, my God, all, there's like more than one witch casting these spells on people. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. <laughs> Do you want to know how they detected if a witch existed back then. I do, yes. Not to derail from what we were saying. No, but, this is um, like on point. <laughs> <laughs> but what they would do in Salem, and it's like one of my favorite facts ever, um, is that they would bake witch cakes. Oh my gosh, wait, I remember this yes. from the Salem tour. Okay, continue. So they would bake <laughs> witch cakes, and um, this is what you would do if you wanted to confirm if there was a, a witch in, in your presence. Also, this is something that you could definitely bring to your next like dinner party. Yeah, oh my god, 100%. Yes, you're gonna love this. Just just wait and see. <laughs> so, first, you take the urine of the witch's victim and then you add rye meal and ashes and other yummy ingredients. You get your local and, Trader Joe's. Yes, and you bake it until your house smells like a men's bathroom. <sighs> and then pops out your witch cake and what you're supposed to do is feed it to the dog. And if the dog starts to speak in, in English, English the name of the witch, then you know that that person for sure was a witch. So, yes, bring it to your next party, even though it's not really for human consumption, but, like, but it's, it's going to be delicious. Dog, if they have a dog, though. If they have a dog. Yeah, only bring true. it if they have a dog. Um, and then you'll, if you think one of your friends is a witch, then, then definitely do this. And this is the only way. Unless they admit to being a witch, like, this is the only other Guys, way. Guys, it's rooted in science. I know. Yeah. This is like, like Betty Crocker, I think, has a cookbook about witch cakes. This is where we, this is where we learned this. No, but this That's is the like most ridiculous thing I've ever. This heard. is a real recipe. This is what they used to do. Yes, one hundred percent. I don't know how often it worked. Like, I don't think it worked. I mean, how many dogs like spoke names? I mean, I'm, I'm I, sure it's zero. There are only a few that I know of, but <laughs> that I've personally encountered. But yeah, um, ridiculous. Yeah, that is nuts. Um, what people actually don't know is that only about 19 to 20 people were actually killed during the witch trials in Massachusetts. Um, a lot of, you know, compared to Europe, this was a very minor uh, massacre. <laughs> I feel so bad saying that. <laughs> 
<laughs> but you know what I is mean? Is it still a massacre if it's so little people? I don't know. It's terrible. It's terrible to say. It, yeah. it's, it's still well, You guys know what I mean, right? Yeah, no, no, of course. <laughs> okay. Of course. Anyway, um, so it ended because um, uh, Governor Phipps, he was like the governor of... Um, of Salem. Salem town, like one of one of them. Um, so his wife was actually accused of witchcraft. Um, mm. so, so at that point, he's like, you know what, guys? Like, let's, guys, let's, 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 let's step back here. here. Let's just uh, sweep this under the rug, you know? What, witches don't exist. We're, we're just playing games. Um, yeah, so... So, an interesting thing was that, like, people would see, like, specters, which is, like, it's kind of like a ghost, but it's a ghost of a living person. Um, so someone saw, a bunch of witches were accused of, like, of, um, because people saw their specters, like, harming other people. Um, but, so, Governor Phipps' wife, like, someone saw her specter, like, wreaking havoc on someone. And at that point, he was like, you know what, like, spectral evidence is not admissible in court, so we're just gonna, like you know, remove that from, like, the criteria for, you know, which accu- accusations. Um, and then at that point, then, like, all the, the trials started to dissolve. And that's at the same time Sarah Jessica Parker's 10th great-grandmother. That was, like, the same time that it that she was let off got the it, hook. Got it, um, But funnily enough, so Massachusetts as a whole did not even apologize formally for these uh, wrongful convictions. They didn't apologize until 1957. So that's <gasps> over 250 years after the witch trials, they finally apologized. Meanwhile, everyone And it's like, dead. everyone's sad. It's like, cool, who's listening? I know. Damn, Massachusetts. Right? Yeah, like, like shame on you. Mm-hmm. Um... Another um, piece of, like, research that I, I came across was that, so not, in 1976, there was a psychologist, her name was Linda Caporeal. I completely butchered Caporeal. that name. Caporeal. Caporeal. Sorry, Linda. <laughs> um, so she found that there's this, like, fungus that grows um, in, like, uh, rye and, like, wheat-like products, and that causes, like, muscle spasms, vomiting, delusions, and hallucinations. So literally everything they were experiencing. everything that they were experiencing, everyone that, um, all, like, the people that, like... Um, blamed it on witches. Yes, they blamed their symptoms and these, like, weird, bizarre, like, fits that they were having. They blamed it all on on witches, but... It turns out that they were all consuming the same type of like food that possessed this fungus. Like yeah, because it's freaking fifteen hundreds America. Like of course, people yeah, probably dying the, left. What right. is it? The F- FDA? Like the FDA was not <laughs> no, regulating was not the thing. the food that they were consuming. So while this isn't one hundred percent like set in stone, like this is just like one of the um, conclusions that like psychologists and toxicologists were able to draw, like as to what caused these people to experience these episodes. Yeah, um, but then. Of of course, there is also possession. Possession, and maybe they actually were cast under a spell. Completely. You know? We just, we don't, we'll never know. We'll never know. We'll never know. Nope. All of this witch talk got me thinking about being Wiccan. Yes. I'm kidding. I'm not, oh. I'm not going to actually Whoop. be Wiccan. That's a bummer. But... <laughs> But I was inspired to write a spell, which I will share with you all shortly. Mm. Um, oh, gosh. But, of course. <laughs> because <like> Every <laughs> podcast chef is going to have an original, like, just something from me. You're going to end up releasing bit. your own album. I am. At this I am. Just a book of essays and poems and yeah. everything. Anyway, so I looked up um, Wicca, and I found out the most interesting thing that I'm kind of obsessed with. Tell me. Um, so they have this rule of three. That's what they call it. And that means that whatever energy a person puts out into the world, be positive, negative, whatever, will be returned to that person three times. Th- um, 
So, oh, like, we're, okay. So if you, like, do something, like, good, then, like, three. They, right, so it's kind of, okay. yeah. Well, maybe not three actual things, okay. but, like, you'll get it, like, times three. Do you God. know what I mean? So, like, something even better will happen. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So, it's, so it's it, like karma. Okay, I was about to say, it reminds me of karma. It's kind of like karma. you put out into the world, you will receive, but it's not equal. And instead, it's, like, you put something out, and then you get it back three times. Right, which is why witches, like, don't, they're not, like, typically these witches that go out and, like, they're trying to harm other people and do terrible things to them because they know that this rule exists. And if they do that, it's going to come back to them ten times worse. So why would you even do that? Or three so times worse. Th- <laughs> I'm exactly. It's a rule of ten. <laughs> it's a rule of three hundred. Okay, yeah. guys, don't do anything. Um, but I just thought it was really cool and uh, interesting. I didn't know that about Wiccans. And look, now we all know this. I know. And it just reiterates, like, do unto others what you want done to you. Yes. Yes. And just like put out good and vibes, and you'll get good vibes back. I love that, and that's something that we've been like taught since day one. Yeah, much. exactly. And we'll probably do a whole another episode on that because we are truly obsessed with that we are yep. yes so do we want to hear my spell i would love to hear this i see okay. the notepad right there but i haven't read it yet I'm i really wrote excited. it out so when when writing a spell you have to think of the purpose of the spell obviously <laughs> and you kind of write it out a little bit like a poem so this is so cheesy and ridiculous but it's my spell oh gosh so is it spell like you're putting it on me no 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 okay. it's my spell that i'm just like putting out into, into the, the world for me universe okay yes okay <laughs> oh my god, here we go. Bring me a man whose words will land, who's nice and funny and equally yummy, who's emotionally intelligent and not at all belligerent, who will treat me like a queen and make me feel seen. Ari. <laughs> I mean, that's all I'm asking. It's not a lot, Ari, is but it? But I'm right here for you. <laughs> Don't get me started, Jeff. Okay. A man that likes women. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Just cross me off the list then. <laughs> that was beautiful. How long did that take you to write? I don't know, like five it just, minutes. It just like came to you. It did. Like I'm pretty good at this. I don't stuff. know. I feel like you're. That's like the first sign of being like a true like Wicca. Wicca. I mean, Wiccan. Wiccan. Wicca. I like Wicca. <laughs> I'm a witch. Whatever. Whatever. I'm a big old witch. <laughs> I'm a witch. Might delete later. I don't know. <laughs> Felt witchy. Felt felt spooky. Might delete later. (laughs) Um, (laughs) All right. Well, Ari, so that was a spell for you. But now for all you listeners out there, I'm going to put a spell on you and make you subscribe to our podcast. Yes. (laughs) So, again, please subscribe to this podcast. Follow it. Listen to it on Spotify. We're working on iTunes right now, so hopefully by the time this episode comes out, it's already on iTunes. Hopefully. Um, And follow us on Instagram at obsessed underscore podcast. And that's all. Bye, Bye, witches. Where's my broomstick? (laughs) My Uber broom is here.